So turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! Hello everyone out there, um, hopefully you're safe in the midst of this um, nationwide, well actually global crisis that's going on. Ho hopefully everyone's out there okay. But um, you probably have a lot of time on your hands, so I'm glad you're spending it with us listening to another episode of uh, last week's episode. As always, you're here with Ron and we have DeAndra. Hey, you know, I was going to do that Jay-Z thing where it's like, you know, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. But because <laughs> you're kind of stuck with us and we appreciate it, like you said, because you could still still be doing anything else. But if you're listening, thank you. But 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 D, I actually haven't like and, and by the way, if you're listening, I swear there is no build up for this. This is definitely um me blindsided D right now. This is something I haven't told you, but I've made a, a new discovery and I haven't I, I didn't warn you about this because I wanted your real your real time, your live reaction. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I recently discovered um, from another podcast I listened to um, this person um, is a showrunner himself and has friends in the industry. Um, he shared some insight on the last episode of The Outsider. Uh-oh. What do you think? <laughs> so. Oh, Lord. So. <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying this already. So. I'm rubbing my temples like you know they're doing TV. Like, yeah, so. When Holly said, who's Terry? It's because she was already practicing her alibi and she was pretending like she, she already, like, oh, who's Terry? I already forgot about him. Hey. So that was that was the read. Hey, who said that? Who said it? You I did say that, right? Mm, mm, still whack, but yeah, exactly, exactly. I, like, like if if the entire if if everybody is misreading that, then you probably should have like did that a little differently. But I just wanted to share that with you and um and basically let you know that 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 yeah, you mentioned that and you were kind of right. Do you have a happy dance? Only because I'm right, though. It's like I'm not doing a happy dance because it was, you know, good. <laughs> because it was good. Only because you're right. Right, right. Only but right. And the reason I was right is just because I did not want to accept anything else. Yeah, like, it, it was it was it was so confusing that, you know, I, that that had to be it. So. So, yeah, you're right. But there should have been some kind of acknowledgement. Like if she said it, that she should have winked at him. He should have nodded his head. Like there should have been something to let everybody know. Okay. They're in cahoots. They understand each other. That's what it is. Yeah. Maybe he could have given like, like a delayed, like head nod or something like, Oh, Oh, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like some kind, some type of like verbal or nonverbal cue that would have let us know that, Hey, this is what this is because shit, I, we didn't know. No, I did. And I still, again, I'm upset to the point where I don't want to watch it again and I don't remember how she told them she meant Andy because again that's how she meant Andy looking for stuff for Terry well you know what Let, let's put let's put the outsider in the rear view because that's not that's not why we're here we're leaving the outsider in the cave we're driving down that Georgia interstate again and we're we're driving we're, we're driving west this time we're, we're going we're going to Silicon Valley we're leaving the peach crease behind us we're leaving the peach crease and we're now looking at a giant little girl in the sky. 
Which is which is maybe more creepy. Far more creepy. Well, yeah. At least I know what the Peach Crease is. Like yeah, the, the 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 Peach Crease is, is very explicit. We know what it is. <laughs> like like there's no two ways about it. Like we we know what the Peach Crease is, but this um this 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 giant monument of a little girl um that's very creepy. Yeah, I think that it, and of course it it begs the question that we've been asking and keep asking, and it's what is devs. So nice, nice segue. So yeah, um, the new show we're talking about is um, Devs, which is the flagship show of FX on Hulu. Please don't ask me to explain what's FX on Hulu because I I, I don't know. It's so so I guess basically a lot of their more like niche content will go on FX on Hulu, but it's still FX, but it's on Hulu. Hey, I don't know, but but yeah, Devs by Alex Garland. Man, I mean a streaming channel too, like FX Now or something. Yeah, they, and that's and that's the confusing part. They have FX Now. <laughs> okay. If you have FX on your cable provider, you can use FX Now, but you can't watch the FX on Hulu shows unless you're subscribed to Hulu. Okay. Hey, hey, I just I just work here. I don't okay. know. I know. I'm, oh, we just <laughs> so in other words, if you want to watch devs, this is where. Where is Hulu? And, and by the way, we're about to go like full spoiler, like we did a brief interview, um, excuse me, a brief intro for um, on the previous episode, but we're about to go full spoiler now. So if you haven't watched Devs episodes one through three, please stop now. Um, I don't know, like see if that password that your ex gave you a while ago for Hulu still works and hopefully it does. If not, you'll have to, you know, sign up for it on your own. Do your free but, trial. Yeah, do your free trial, watch the first three episodes, then, hey, you'll probably want to keep FX on Hulu after this. But yeah, we're about to go into episodes one, two, and three. So so yeah, um, I, I think it'll be cool if we group episodes one and two together and then just hop right into three. What you think about that? I think it's a good idea. They released one and they did release one and two together, right? So they kind of right, one together. Yeah, one and two were released together. And, and if you watch them back to back, it's really like one seamless episode, so I think it's good to loop those together. So we start with the opening of episode one. Uh, we we meet um, Lily Chan and Sergey. I forget his last name, but they're a couple, and they are both employees of Devs. Um, Sergey is prepping for a big presentation he has to give. And um, you can tell he's a bit nervous about it, but Lily is, you know, giving him reassurance. Um, so basically, Sergey goes into this um, presentation with Forrest, who who owns Amaya. Um, Amaya is the is the huge corporation. Like think of think of it as like the like Forrest is very clearly supposed to be a Zuckerberg or like a Elon Musk type. So think about the weird Silicon Valley CEO. That's definitely for us. So <laughs> it's to, to put it lightly. Yeah. So, so, so Sergey is in the presentation and he does something that I think is pretty cool. He um, sets up a, a simulation with a, with a microorganism and he predicts its behavior 10 seconds into the future. Now 10 seconds may not seem like a whole lot but if you can take like 
Like, let's say you're looking at at a, at a dog, and you know what that dog is gonna do ten seconds from now. That's actually a pretty big deal. That's determining like basically its fate. And if you could do it in ten seconds, then you know with the right with the right programming, with the right coding, you could expand that amount of time and you could do that longer. So two, I just think of it this way: in real in 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 real life, being realistic. You know what you want to do in 10 minutes. You know what, I mean, in 10 seconds. You know what you intend to do in 10 seconds, but you may not know the way you're going to do it. Like, for instance, I may want to turn on the TV. I don't know if I'm going to pick up the remote with my left or my right hand. That thing kind of predicted which one I would choose, and I didn't even know. It's a further further that. Let's let's say you wanted to turn on the TV in, in 10 seconds, but you went to grab your remote and you, like, like tripped over something and fell. Like you, you knew you you had every intention to grab the remote, but you didn't know you would would slip and fall in ten seconds from now. This this algorithm determines that, which is which is which is pretty crazy to think about. <laughs> insane, insane. Which also sticks to the whole, you know, that it, it plays into whether you know life is a series of choices or destiny, or if those or if your series of to- choices lead to your destiny but your destiny is predetermined regardless it's just weird i don't know the whole thing is just a mind bending situation that is cool but i try not to think too much about it because then you know you go down a wormhole next thing you know you back to watching mr robot yeah yeah um as you can tell these the the ideals of um control and basically um free will are ideas that were explored in Mr. Robot. So there'll be a lot of overlap here. Um, the the term that's being thrown out is determinism. So think about that as you're watching the show, determinism, what it means and how we operate under this idea of determinism. But for us with a with a mouthful of leafy greens <laughs> <laughs> which is so weird by the way. I mean he was stuffing them in his mouth like it was, you know, delicious. Like he really <laughs> right. It's really filling them dreams. <laughs> so, so he's actually, um, even though Sergey's um, simulation breaks down after like a few seconds, he's actually pretty impressed. He asks everyone to clear the room, and that's when he invites Sergey to the se- super secret devs department. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask you because you initially said they both work for devs. Excuse and me, I meant I meant I meant Amaya. I misspoke. Okay, so Amaya is the company. Right, Amaya is the company. Um, and then is the is a department within Amaya. Right, they both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I misspoke. They both work in two different apartments. Um, I want to say, um, Lily works in encryption and decryption. I think she mentioned that. Yes, 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 yes. Because she, it's her. She's working with. Was it two other girls? Right, right, right. Yeah, I think it is. Is it encryption or decryption? I don't know. I, yeah, I can't remember, but she specifically mentioned because um, Sergey was talking to her. She was like, "Dude, I know what you're talking about. I yeah, I like, work there too. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah, this this is what I do. So yeah, I mis- I misspoke that. I'm I'm glad you caught that. Um, yeah, Sergey is now invited to the devs program excuse me department and devs as you could tell is um invite only because like you have to be the best of the best to work in that department yeah and we want to add that um gosh what's her name uh running um katie 
it's already a part of it because she's sitting with um she's sitting with Forrest when he invites him. He kind of gets a head nod from Katie. Yes, him. yes. With her weird self. Yes. Um, by the way, Katie um, is played by Allison Peel. As we said before, Allison Peel, um, she's been waiting for her moment to play a role like this because I've always thought she just, she just, yeah, she's, 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 <laughs> yeah, she could play this role because she's I creepy. Drummer from the wonderful Sex Bobom, baby. Sex Boboms. <laughs> yeah, but she is, um, you know, she played a similar character in a very short-lived TV show. I can't remember. The Family, where this little boy was kidnapped, and then he returned, and then they found out it actually wasn't him. But anyway, she kind of played this character. So when I saw her, I'm like, oh, she's going to be great. This is, this is, she's got this. And she does, because she is very uh, rigid. Is that a good word for it? That That is a great word. Very rigid. Um, And it seems like she's also... She's got those dead eyes almost like she almost like a psychopath, like the whole like she doesn't feel anything. Everything is just um, robotic. Mm. So she's she's I don't know. It's kind of like Forrest, but he has feelings. So it's, it's I guess that's how they complement each other. She's the well, one, maybe. And he's well, the- well it's, it's weird because Forrest has feelings, but. At the same time, I, I think Forrest even mentions like he was like, because he, he got emotional once. He was like, yeah, I got emotional because, you know, this is my path. So whatever. I can't control this. This me me being emotional was 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 <laughs> was basically set into motion before I even, was even born. So it's not me. And, and, and Katie is just like, uh, yeah, dude, nah, no emotion here. So. So, yeah, it's like they both believe in the same thing, but in like different ways this is weird. It really is, but it's a good weird. Right, right. Feel like it's all over the place. It feels like it's just one of those things that you you can you can understand if you if you remove human logic out of like um, Mr. Manhattan. If you remove what you think you know about space and time, then he makes more sense. And it's like mm-hmm. that with them. They're like, if you just stop thinking about the way your life is, or stop thinking that you have a choice in anything in your life then this will be, this is what it is, and this will all make sense to you. Which, you know, we don't want to accept, of course. But you know what is hard to accept? What's that? The mysterious depth of your partner. Oh, boy. So, um, going forward, um, Forrest and and Sergey, they leave the meeting, and they're walking around the campus of Maya, and Lily looks out the window. She sees Sergey, so she knows that Sergey was last with Forrest, and that's when Forrest takes Sergey to the Dale's department, which is in this very um secluded area. It's, um, it's, it, yeah, it, it's beautiful. Um, it, it's it, it's gold. It's um, it's surrounded by electrical fences. It, it yeah, can only be big elevators. It is really weird, really weird. It's almost um, how do I say this? Like it, its beauty is almost like disturbing for me. Like, did you pick up on that? Like when you got into that gold room, you're like, this is a beautiful jail, kinda. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
it's, it's almost like as if the the gold and and the softness is to put you at ease but at the same time you you're still bound by walls and and i, I found that to be very creepy like because there's the only way you could get in is by this electromagnetic um elevator that goes back and forth mm-hmm. that's not that's the only way in the only way out and of course um forest has control of that so yeah you can't leave without he he claims you could come and go as you please, but I mean we we know that to be false. We know exactly, but yeah, I, I hadn't thought about it that way. But you're right; it does. It's like it should be a very well. I take that back. It is. It's beautiful in a technical straight lines, um, very rigid even way, like clean, sterile. That's what you think, but it's just not white. It's gold, so there's there's color. But there's nothing comforting about it. Like there aren't any couches or a snack bar or like a break room or any of those things that you would think would put your mind at ease. It's just like a room with your machine and these other people. And you do whatever you want in this space, but this is the space. Exactly. So Sergey asked the question that many of us want to know, basically, what does devs do? And Forrest says you you would just have to see. So 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 D, I want to ask you this question. You you just interviewed for a job at a at a at a tech company. Um, the the position was very clear. It's it's you're you're a coder in the developer development department. You get there, and you guys like so. Hey, what what are we coding exactly? And they they're like, we can't tell you. Just sit down and you'll figure it out. What do you do at that point? I know they're like you'll see soon enough. I'm like uh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Okay. I mean, it, it for me, Deandra, I would feel like it's a test. Like, okay, yes, maybe I got the job. Maybe I'm, but this feels like now that I'm sitting here in front of the code, am I going to be able to look at this and figure out what exactly it is? Like, cause there's no BS in it, right? Like I can, I can talk you through an interview and make you think that I'm doing whatever else, especially cause most of them aren't technical. Right. If I get to whatever the station is, it's almost like they they sit you down and tell you to write code, but instead they're telling you to figure it out via this code here, and it all makes sense. And I would think again, if I knew Forrest, I would probably be like, okay, this is right in his wheelhouse. This is probably not as weird as I am as as I think, but I don't think I would like it. I would rather you just tell me what I'm doing because I asked. What do you think? Yeah, that that would. That would give me pause as well, especially the setup, because Forrest said that his coders are just working that on blocks of code at random. So they it's very abstract and they have their assignments. So you have to look down and sift through this code and 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 basically figure out what the project is for yourself, which is I, I can't even wrap my wrap my mind around that. That would be that would be frightening, actually. It could be anything. Exactly. I mean, it could be like nuclear codes. It could be we're hacking into the Pentagon or the Department of Defense. It could be child porn. Like, it could be seriously anything. It could be the cure for cancer. I don't know. It could be any of these things. And it just kind of like, you know, go for it. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I don't have a say on what I see. Right. Which is kind of what. Yeah. And much like Sergey, you know, the moment you sit down and you take a look at the screen, there's no way out. And that's exactly what happens. Um, Sergey sits down in the chair. He goes through a few blocks of code and 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 he's shook pretty much. He gets up, goes to the restroom, vomits. And by the way, shout out 
for them to them for not showing the vomit on screen because if it's one if I have one TV nitpick it's seeing vomit on screen so th- so so good job for that. I don't need to see it. I know. I don't happening. need to see it. I know what's happening. Yeah, I can hear yeah. the retching sound because I watch TV with closed captions on, so I yeah. can I can I can see the subtitle that says retching, so I know what it is. So thank you for not showing that. Thank you very much. But it goes to show though, like you said, whatever it is, he is. I am shooketh. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it brought him to the fact that he lost his lunch. So it had to be awful. And that's what, of course, made me think about, like I said, like the child porn or this thing or this thing, because it's either something that he did not want to see because it's it's um, vile or he knows it's something that they should not be doing. Right. This is this is not even if because some things you shouldn't do even if you can you shouldn't and that's what it felt like it felt like he's like oh no 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 y'all shouldn't be doing this and now he's a part of it quick question what what was your first thought of what they were doing um what they're doing if you had to guess right now what they're writing code for what would you guess i i okay so i knew we were dealing with quantum computing so i i thought it was maybe some type of like world like um almost world altering even world ending type type code um that's why i was thinking i was like oh this is gonna be something that's gonna like change the world for him to have that reaction and and basically he knows that he's he's now on the ship and and he's just running along with it but uh we get some clues later i don't know I still don't know what it's going to be, but that's that was my initial thoughts. What about you? I was thinking, well, when I saw the previews for the show, I honestly thought it was about, like, um, that I knew it was going to be, like, artificial intelligence, of course, but I thought it would be something along the lines of, like, um, surrogate mind control in a way. So, mm-hmm. so it could be almost like you implant a person in in a machine, almost like you take... You take somebody's memories, almost like Get Out, but you take okay, the, okay. the essence of the person and put it in another person, which, of course, Ex Machina made me think of that, too. Okay, so, for instance, Amaya died, right? His daughter died. Correct. And predicting the behaviors of a person in however many minutes out, he can take whatever that software is, put Amaya in something, or, or make, essentially, Amaya, and then let her live the rest of her life based off this software of how he thought her life would go or how they predict her life would have gone had she not passed. That's actually, ooh, yeah, you, um, you might be onto something. And, and not, and not only that, that changes a lot. If, if you were able to do that, that, that yeah. changes, yeah, that changes quite a bit about how we see the world and how we just view like consciousness. If, if, if one person was able to do that. So yeah. Um, I, I think you might be onto something here um, because we get, like I said, we get clues later, but it's not a whole lot. But I do think that's what we're onto. I would think so, but it could it could change at any moment because this show, if nothing else, is unpredictable. Oh yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. You see the irony in it? I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, you, you can you can see what's happening, but you still can't see what's happening. Yeah. Oh, so so yeah. Um, Sergey um returns to his desk. Um, and he's and you can see he's like resting his arm and and snapping pictures with his watch, his neat little James Bond watch. So 
James Bond watch. Yeah. So he. So so I'm I'm gonna assume that like some time passed by. He spent some time, you know, there because he he then tries to leave. I don't think he leaves instantly. Maybe he like sits down for a while and and like just looks through some code. But he tries to leave, and um he steps out into the weird forest surrounded by trees that have um gold circles around them. Don't know what that means, but hey, halo or something, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's some type of halo. Um, so then he's approached by Forrest, um, and, and Nick Offerman just gives one of the most menacing, um, and the thing is, it's not even, like, outright menacing, but it's still, like, one of the most menacing, um, pre-death speeches I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> you, I heard him talking, yeah, you're right, because you would think that I watched Game of Thrones, right? So you would think that at this point I'm used to people just dying, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you don't hold on to main characters. Anybody can die at any moment. And as Nick's giving his, I, I say Nick, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm probably going to use Nick and Forrest off and on, but I promise I'm talking about the same person. So Forrest is giving this speech, like you said, and I'm listening to what he's saying. And I'm thinking like, surely he's just going to fire him, but he can't just fire him because he's got the, intellectual property and he was mm-hmm. just like no he can't be about to and yeah yeah <laughs> so Forrest pretty much tell him tells him that life is basically you're from the day you're born your life is on a tram line so think about um a high speed rail like think about like like your life being a cart on that rail and the and the path that rail takes is already determined. Your life is just set on that rail and is going in that direction. So basically, Forrest says, um, the, what you did just now, you were always going to do. And for that, I forgive you. And then proceeds <laughs> to kill him. <laughs> and, and, and with that, like, like you said, the, the speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was... <sighs> I don't know. I, I can't describe it, but I will say he told him and it was almost like, like you said, okay, there was nothing you can do. You could have done to change what you did because you were going to do that anyway. That was a part of your destiny. That was your life. That was going to happen. Now what happens next was going to happen because of what you did. Right. So, so don't really take it as a bad thing. Just know that this was all meant to be. Like, I don't yeah. want to hey man, don't take it. Don't, don't, don't take this personal, man. Don't take this personal. It's just life. <laughs> now, my here's my my trigger thing. Like, and I know I know it needs to be realistic. I don't like to see people suffocate. Oh yeah, yeah, that was I, tough for me. That was tough for me. Like the whole put the pillow over their face is bad too because you see them struggling and scratching and all that. But you know you can imagine. Okay, they can breathe under there. Like they just got the head turned, whatever. But people like with bags over their heads or drown. It's a lot. And they made this suffocation look very, 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 very realistic. Like to the point I'm like, they're literally killing this man. Please take the bag off. Pop it. Something. But yeah, so Sergey's dead. Not expected. At all. So yeah, this this show now puts us in the weird space where we're watching and we now know a secret that the main character doesn't. So we 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 just saw Sergey die. So remember that we just saw Sergey die. So Lily, um, because you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. 
by suff- like we saw him die from being suffocated. Remember that? Exactly, like, exactly. Suffocation. <laughs> that's the most important part. So, so because Lily knows Sergey, she wakes up. She's like, "Hey, something's wrong. I haven't seen him. He would have been home by now." Yeah, he um, she- does not come home. Right. Not come home. Right. So, so yeah, even even if this is his first night on a job and he's, you know, cranking out code, he definitely would have been home by like 4 a.m. So um, Lily then goes and, um, yeah, she goes and reports this to security guy, right? Yes. What is his name? Oh, uh, Kenton, Kenton. Kenton. Kenton, that's right. Like, like you, like you joke on me about this a lot, but short man face. He has a short man face. He has a short man face. He does. Yes. <laughs> so, so um so they play the whole game like oh oh he'll turn up these things happen maybe he just went somewhere maybe yada 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 and and by the way this is me speeding through this so we then we then the episode closes with us seeing the video uh, of sergey which is which is just completely unsettling um we see a video of Sergey walking back onto the campus, he walks and, and is almost very outsider-ish. He walks within plain sight of the camera. He with it with the gas can in hand. He he puts the gas on, on top of himself and basically suicide by like self-immolation. All right, I get that people do that, right? I get it, but why? Exactly. Why? anyone want to set themselves on fire like why yeah and and and, okay so let's let's talk let's talk let's talk about this let's say there wasn't foul play well direct foul play involved but this person still went to their first day of their new job and 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 committed suicide right after so even even that would be suspicious to me You've been fine. Your girlfriend hasn't seen. And I know this this isn't us being insensitive. We know that sometimes you don't see what people are going through. We get that. Mm-hmm. But like Ronnie said, this is your this this is a legit life change in a day. So the there's this because people would like to know, well, what happened? Did they say anything? Did they do anything? Did anything change? This would be the trick for me. I'll be like, well, uh, only thing different today than yesterday is that he started devs. Mm-hmm. And whatever happened at Debs, like you said, whether he actually committed suicide or not, y'all need to probably look into what's going on there because it made him set himself on fire. All right. So, so that's that's episode that's episode one. Episode two follows shortly thereafter. Um, we get the montage of of Lily screaming. We see Sergey's well, allegedly we see Sergey's burnt body. And we see the gas can, and then we see that that spliced in little scene of something that doesn't match the sequence of events we've just seen. Not at all. Not at all. And then you see um, the the developers in the gold room still looking at their at their project, and and yeah. Um. So so this this episode. Okay, so this episode is different from the first because I really like it. The first episode sets the stage, but this episode changes the tone in a way that I thought was very interesting because it's a full-on espionage show now. Oh, wait. Before you go, 
the first episode at the end of the first episode she met up with jamie right right i forgot the sudoku okay okay let's let's go back i forgot the sudoku app yeah exactly yeah. we, we got to mention the sudoku app it's very important he uh jamie is lily's ex <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not yeah, funny. yeah. But Lily um does a smart thing. It's a total invasion of privacy, but she doesn't. She wipes her. It looks like she wipes a phone and then restores it using the the cloud or the backup information from Sergey's phone. Not genius, but still smart because now she's got his phone pretty much. Essentially, mm-hmm. she has his phone, and she notices that that there's a Sudoku game on it, and that he hates Sudoku. Well, when she opens the game, not only is it there, but it is a, a password. Who cares enough about Sudoku that they have a password protected? Right. Some right? Sudoku game you're playing. A game, yeah. <laughs> it's a game unless you're on level like, you know, Infinite 12 or something, something that the master can't even beat and you need to, not to be disturbed. She tries to put a password in and then realizes that she only has three tries. So now she's down to two. And she freaks out because she's like, okay, this has to be something more than what it was. Because again, who freaks out about a game that they don't even like? Or mm-hmm. not even that, she specifically said he hates it. And my thought was that she, that he was leaving a message for her. Because no, that was my thought too. I was like, um, this was like, in case anything happens to me, you know, this would be like a, a like just a huge, like just, just red flag. Mm-hmm. That, that would be like me having, that would be like me like leaving a browser up and it's like me like just searching like bootcut jeans. You know something would be wrong. You know I would not be searching for bootcut jeans. So hey, this is this is clearly a message that something's something's wrong. That's right. Cause Ronnie likes to wear his jeans like Michael Jordan. Um, but <laughs> please stop, please. <laughs> but he, um, we find out that she has a way now. Keep in mind, Lily is magnificent because she works at this company. She's got a you know a tech company, so we know that she's she's good with encryption or decryption or whatnot. But obviously, she knows someone that's better, and that person is Jamie. Jamie also happens to be her ex boyfriend that she hasn't seen in two years. And not, okay, and, and not only ex boyfriend, <laughs> but 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 she was living in the apartment with Jamie. One day, she just decided, hey. Don't want to do this anymore. So, and, and then she started dating Sergei. So, and that was the last that Jamie heard of her. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, she kept the apartment, and Sergei moved in. I guess exactly. she a whole lot. Jamie disrespect. <laughs> disrespect all around. So she asked Jamie for help, and he's kind of like, you know, when he sees her, he's kind of like, oh, well, hey. And I think at this point, he's thinking that this is finally their come to Jesus. Like she's gonna come. And give him closure at the very least. But oh no, not at all. Not only does he not get closure, she asks for help for Sergey, the man that he, in his mind, she left him for and didn't speak to him for two years. So he pretty much tells her to fuck off and then he leaves. And then that's where we come in with episode two. Yeah, so, all right, so this is. This um, like I said, this episode is is pretty unique because we now know a secret that the protagonist doesn't. Um, Lily knows her partner. She um, and, and we could kind of pick that up from the first episode. They're pretty close, so she knows none of this is making sense, and she knows like the 
the behavior he exhibited his his um last few moments um is behavior that's that's unlike him so um like most normal people would do she then climbs up to jamie's um to to jamie's window and just 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 lets herself in pretty much actually just you know just through the go goes up the fire escape like this wasn't an easy feat she put you know forth a whole lot of effort to not knock on his front door Mm -hmm. and she climbs up the fire escape and he's just kind of like bro what are you doing like why are you here and she turns on the charm, really. It's, well, actually, it wasn't even charm. She just full out was like, dude, just let it go for a second. I need your help. And mm-hmm. I'm seriously thinking the whole time, like, you got some nerve, girl. Yeah, she does. Seriously, and... Some nerve. But Jamie's a nice guy, so. Yeah, Jamie's Jamie's better than me. There, There's clearly a good guy underneath that post-breakup beard that he has. So <laughs> shout out to Jamie. Because I wouldn't have helped her. I'm just I being wouldn't have helped her. I would not have helped her. Especially, since, like, it would be different if there was something. It's obvious that she hurt him. And that's fine. Like, breakups, that, that's how it goes. But it's obvious that there was no communication at all. Like, he said he didn't hear from her for two years. And then you come to me to ask for help? No. I help you do shit. But, like you, we said. You, you let this man and, in my apartment. Now you're asking me for help. But... <laughs> But okay, fine. So he helps. And by by he helps, we means that he grabs the phone and he tells her she's right. He's like, it's not a Sudoku game. It's a messenger app. Now, before we get to that, this is... It's important for us to tell you that we did... Sh- they did show us that Lily did see him um, send himself on fire. But she also went to the site so that she could see the body. Mm-hmm. So that she did. So she it's not like she just took it for what it was. She saw the body and um, she she got a talk. She had a talk with Forrest and Forrest pretty much just told her, look, you take as much time as you want and you good. Like, well, your, your expenses are covered. Your salary is covered. Your job is safe. Take as much time as you need, which I think is what most employers should say. Right, 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 right. All employers should say if especially the reason or the person that killed themselves did so on said property. Let, let me, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, it, Forrest is even creepier to me because it, it, it seems like his remorse is actually sincere. That's what, okay. Which means it, that's another thing that makes me feel like the whole bring them almost bring the person back type thing because his remorse is sincere. And I, and I think it is because he knows what, like you say, he knows what loss feels like because of a, a, a Myra, Amaya, uh, Amaya, Amaya, yeah, Amaya. Amaya, which was his daughter, but it's almost like he understands it was a necessary evil, but he still didn't like it. Yeah. But, he was like, he was like, I, I had to do this, but I hate it. Have to come to this, but this is, this is just what it is. Yeah, because it's almost like you said, it's, it, the remorse might be real because in his mind, he really thinks he had no choice. Right, right. Which really, really, if you really, really think about it, Ronnie, it's scary as shit because could you imagine, like, that's, that's, that's like a psychopath. Well, I killed her because I had to. I mean, it's... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
it was her destiny to die. And if somebody's on that path and that's what they believe, there's no stopping them. There's no way you can tell them this isn't right. This is wrong. You know it's wrong. You shouldn't do it because they know it's wrong and they understand it. But they totally mm. feel like this is what I'm supposed to. This is my destiny. This is my job. That's why it's scary to me, at least. All right. Like a psychopath, at least, you know, they, they have a problem in a, in a sense. They just really don't feel it. They don't understand. You know what I mean? Like they don't understand sorrow or happiness or joy or any of these things. You know, they don't have, they literally don't have emotions or is that a, or is that a psychopath? Psychopath and a sociopath. Yeah. They're like, yeah. they're something small different, but whichever one of them don't have, one of them can fake emotions. And one of them really. I, yeah, do. yeah. I think, I think, I think the 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 former is the psychopath and the latter is the sociopath. Okay, but he's. I don't think, like you said, I don't think he's faking. I think he really. No, really I think, I think he's, he's. Yeah, that was all sincere. Like his concern for her, like, cause at the end of the day, like he he still, he he still has concern for her, even though he just killed her partner, which is just insane. <laughs> right, and it didn't feel like concern. To the point of, oh, we have to cover our tracks. We have to make sure she doesn't sue or any of that. It felt like you said, legit, is she going to be okay? Like, I want her to be okay. Which, like you said, is really strange. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, jumping back to um, Jamie helping out Lily. Um, you, you did mention that they discovered that the, the Sudoku app isn't a Sudoku app. It's a messaging app. Even more importantly, it's um, it has a server in Russia, and it's basically a state-run server. Meaning, meaning, Sergey was a spy. He was a spy, <laughs> which which works, which is like um, the whole James Bond watch thing was foreshadowed like a bug, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at first I was just like, oh, like this is just a, a a neat little thing that a that a coder would have, like a neat little gadget. But no, right. he was totally no, a spy. He's totally a spy. Now, see, the thing that freaked me out about it again was, you know, me trying to me putting on my my um temple hat because I borrowed it from you. I'm thinking, no, he's not a spy. They put that on his phone because they knew Lily was going to get it and they knew she I'm like, yeah, this is too much. He's just a spy. <laughs> it makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, no, I, I instantly accepted that. I was like, oh, yeah, because yeah. if, if you go back, Kenton, um, in, during um, Sergey's interview in episode one, he was like, you're from Russia. She's from China. What's going on here? Yep. He sure did. He sure did. And I just thought he was being racist. Yeah, I just thought he was being racist. I like, oh, he's just being racist, like like a like a Chinese woman in a Russian man I can't date. But um, he he was onto something. He was onto something. At least on one part, we know for sure. On, on right. one half of it, because yeah. All right, so we get through, and we know he's a spy now. Now, with that knowing, Lord forbid, let's let's not even put it into real life. You are you're playing, you run and get to play a character. You you you're, choose your own adventure, right? Mm-hmm. and you're in this situation so in your choose your own adventure they have you in this scenario except you're lily and the partner they've given you has passed on right right you get this phone you can you see that there are messages you see that you can either <laughs> reply to that message or just accept the fact that your partner was a spy and kind of move on what do you do 
I'm a pretty curious person, but I'm not curious to the point where I would get on that state-ran messenger app and reply to my partner's handler, who surely knows that my partner is dead by now. Have to, right? Like, they have yeah. to have some kind of check-in. If you don't check in at this point by this day or in this session, then we know you're dead. Like, they have to have that kind of protocol, right? Right. And I'm sure if he has a handler, that there's somebody maybe watching him somewhere. So, like you said, they know he's dead. And then not only does Lily, <laughs> in this case, point being, I, I wouldn't have done it either. I wouldn't have sent the message. But Lily sent it, and then they were like, oh, is this Lily? At that point, I would have been like, okay, I've gone too far. Let's just close it, and we're done. Let's just let us just let it go. Let's just act like... Yeah, I'll just be like, I okay, no. <laughs> I'm just going to close this up. I'm going to delete this Sudoku. I'm going to wipe this phone again, and I'm going to move on as best I know how. Because there's no way I'm going to keep corresponding with this whoever this person is. Especially this my, if that person I, says I, your I, name. Like, like... Like so, so D, you're on this app, and and and, and basically the app says like, is, is this D? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you're no. like, uh, I don't know D. I don't know. I don't know no D. Oh. I probably wouldn't even reply. I just act like I never got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, sir, you have the wrong number. Uh, who is D? <laughs> yeah, you playing that stupid num- neighbor number na- number number neighbor game? Cause I don't play them kind of games. Don't play with me. Yeah, don't play I, with me. Just, yeah, you... <laughs> but I definitely wouldn't do it. But she did. And after she does... The good thing about that is, like, wanted to say, she was looking through the phone and she told Jamie, oh, I, I need to look at it alone. And he was like, okay. <laughs> like, this man is too good to be true. He really is. Because he's like, okay, you know, take all the time you need. Do whatever you need to check out your Russian spy. Cause I think at that time she she wanted to see for herself and she's also still kind of protect protecting him because you like when you open yeah when you open that messenger app there's no telling what could possibly be on it so I think she needed to see that for herself. She totally needed to see it for herself and I feel bad for her because um, I'm sure that wasn't you know it wasn't easy to to see or accept you know but it is what it is. Um, but she looked at it and she is kind of confirmed that she's a spy. And then she set up a meet with the handler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to feel me, and it's been a while since I've seen it. They they met up, and he pretty much confirmed that she was right that he is a spy, right? Mm-hmm. And that they were getting intel from Amaya or Dev's at this point. Yeah, because basically Sergey was sent to infiltrate Dev's and basically see what the hell was going on. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's reasonably so. They do this, and then he says, the handler tells her, there's a chair by your window. <laughs> and if which, you which, to... which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm... See, again, this is already me thinking, DeAndra, why did you send that message? It's gone too far. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm perfectly fine not knowing that somebody's spying on me, to be honest. I'm, I'm okay. But, um... There's a chair outside, your, I mean, by your window where you put your clothes on it. And if you if you want to work with us, then either move the chair or something like that. He pretty much told her. To yeah, pull, pull pull the chair back and then put a note in the window. Yeah. So 
that's where that went. And she pretty much decided she would think about it. And then it went to, did it, did it go back to her and Jamie? No, she didn't go back to Jamie then, did she? Well, no, 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 no. Because, because um, we didn't realize that Kenton was on her trail the entire time. So Kenton is actually seeing this meet going on. Of course, Kenton's on her trail. Of course he is. Right. But yes, you're right. He sees the meat. And we go back to that infamous scene that Ronnie was talking about in the credits of the fight. Yeah, and um, and, and, and right before that, it's, it's, it's actually good because we, this, we finally get to see a glimpse of how good of a guy Jamie is because he's like, Lily, I know you. Don't send a message. And then she's like, don't worry, I won't. But it's already late at that point. And because um because Kenton followed Anton, the the Russian spy, um, they and by the way, they just have a, an amazing like amazing dialogue in this in this parking garage, that conversation between them both. Amazing. Like they have a whole fleshed out conversation about how did he say like Kenton was pretty much like, I know who you are and you need to leave it alone. But then the handlers, he pulls a knife on him before he's like, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He pulls a knife on him because he's like, you Americans, the way you speak, it's so full of shit. And then he pulls a knife on him and, um, and then, yeah, the, the fight ensues. And this is actually, uh, the scene that we saw at that beginning montage. Yeah, and he's pretty much telling Kenton, you tech companies can't be left unchecked. Like, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like, we, we're we not going to stop because y'all just feel like you can do whatever you want to do, and that's not the case, and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And I thought Kenton was done for, because didn't he, I think he stabbed him at least once. Yeah, 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 because it looks like, it looked like he was about to get the best of Kenton, because he stabbed him, and then he was able to, like, basically put a submission move on him but unfortunately Anton fell in a very unfortunate position oh he was not ready yeah and his head was like trapped on the other side of a turn tire by the way if you're parking in the parking garage make sure your wheels are straight um so 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 the Russian spy will be able to win so either way um so he yeah, and Kenton places his head on this tire and, of course, is able to snap his neck. Lean back. It was awful. It was awful. I've never seen I've I've seen a lot of violent movies and films. I'm not proud of it, but I have. <laughs> and I, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that. That was, that was, uh, that was a lot. Anyway. So, so, so we, we, oh, go ahead. I'm just going to say, after we see Lily does decide to put a sign up in the window but uh it does not say what i expected me me neither i just i thought that was cool though because i just knew that she would want to know so so bad that she would basically um partner with Anton. but she was like no i gotta figure this out on my own so the sign that she puts up it's um it says it's either fuck you or fuck off i can't remember which one but yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was fuck you. So, so yeah, and that's how the episode ends. Yeah, and that's the first two episodes, people. Two. We got oh. eight in all, right? It's gonna be eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, and um, and we'll quickly speed through three because um, 
I was about to say, I don't I don't say this in a bad way, but not a lot happened in three. But um D, I have a question for you. Okay. What if I told you, like, hey, there's this new show and it has an episode that starts with a sex tape of Arthur Miller and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I'll be like, what are you watching? Is it on stars? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um so the the two developers that are still remaining in devs the episode opens with them watching uh, basically using this this um algorithm that they're creating in devs they're using it to peek at arthur miller and marilyn monroe having sex um personally i didn't know marilyn monroe was married to arthur miller i found that to be a surprise and um i looked it up i was like oh okay this wasn't just a fling she was indeed married to arthur miller of the crucible and death of a salesman um who who knew but apparently i didn't who knew and also the craziest part about it is that's that's not how they started they started with uh jesus again jesus they started with the crucifixion then mm-hmm. they went to Joan of Arc being burned at the stake. Then they went to Thomas Jefferson giving the Gettysburg address. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, I'm sorry. Abraham Lincoln giving Gettysburg address. And then we just kind of see something fuzzy. There's a little girl blowing bubbles in a room. I'm assuming that's Amaya. Yeah, that was Amaya. And then next thing you know, like you said, boom, we hear moaning. And I'm like, what? What is that? What is happening? And I'm like, oh, somebody's having sex. Like because I figured it was about to like flash to somebody. But yeah. no, we just watched fuzzy visions of Marilyn Monroe doing what she needed to do. Yeah. And um, um, they told us what it was, and uh, your girl was pretty upset about it, actually. Yeah, and she did basically make a good point. She was like, basically, men have all the technology they want at their fingertips and they revert back to basically just childish just very childish things with it porn. <laughs> right like porn. of all the things you could see you choose porn marilyn monroe of all people at that and it was what is her name what can i remember her name uh katie yeah and yeah, katie. she pretty much like do something else look up you know do the grass and old do something else and they were like oh we already did that <laughs> and yeah, it, it was all off to believe to to be to be truthful, I believed them because we'd seen them looking at other stuff. Like they have, mm-hmm. not like they just been watching porn, but it, like you said, when it comes down to it, this is what we enjoy watching. So um, she's like, <laughs> "Don't break the rules." And um, our good friend Stephen McKinley Henderson, whose name in the show is Stewart, is yeah. like, "Don't break the rules." Coming from her. Like seriously, and and, and and that line is gonna stick out for me for a while until I know why why he said come from her. Like that's that line's gonna stick out for me. Do you think they know? They know something. They have to know something, right? Right. It feels like they know something. I mean, they would kind of be silly to to not have figured it out. Like, how far in the future? I mean, in the past, can they go? Um, it seems like um. With like um okay, like the further they go back, um accuracy goes down, but it seems like they could go back pretty far if they're seeing, you know, um basically um women in Salem being burned at the stake of and Joan of Arc. So yeah, they could go back pretty far. Right. So I mean, couldn't they just go back and see what happened to Sergey? 
if they needed to. Huh. May look, maybe they don't maybe they don't care what happened to Sergey. Maybe they don't care. They just know he don't work May, for them. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. Sergey maybe yeah. Sergey wasn't the first. Or yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. Because I did think it was kind of odd how Stewart looked at him when he came in, almost like, "Boy, you don't know what you're getting yourself into." Right, right. So I think I think they've like they've accepted the job, and they're just like, "Whatever, you know, whatever happens, happens." If you come in and 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 we don't see you again, then we know what happened to you. Yeah, because he said something along the the terms of my my lines aren't the same as your lines, or my my almost like we don't have the same problems or we don't have the same ideas of what is good and what is not Mm -hmm. so who knows like maybe murder is okay with both of them that does it for her invasion of privacy which is weird because like that's okay but anyway so they um they go through all of this and then uh we see that lily is still having a hard time like she's struggling and she, she's at a meeting, and her, I'm assuming this is like her supervisor, maybe just somebody on her team. Yeah, that would have, that, um, the one who was wearing, I think she's wearing like a white shirt. I want to believe she's like a team leader or a supervisor. Her name is Anya. Yes. Yes, that's her, because she doesn't have legs. That's her, the actress. Because um, mm-hmm. I noticed that she had, it looked like she had prosthetic or prosthesis but she she doesn't have uh she she lost her legs at like one but that's her Anya and she's having she's asking questions in the meeting and Lily's kind of out of it and she can tell so she asked she Anya asked for the room and she's like Lily what's going on like you know what what's happening and then you can see Lily like digging her hands I mean her nails into her hands and she says I do need to talk to somebody and she's like, I'm here. You can talk to me. She's like, I need to talk to somebody I can trust. Can I really trust you? And at this point, I'm like, Lily, no, no, no. Yeah, not- that that was my reaction too. I'm like, Lily, no, don't do this. Yeah. So Lily talks to her and pretty much kind of gives her her uh, elevator speech on what she thinks is going on. And her friend Jen walks up and uh, kind of encourages. Lily to talk to Kenton. So Anya's like, what are you doing? Why are you why are you playing into these ideas? Like she needs help, it's clear. So Jen says, Well, you know, yeah, exactly. And because of that, that's why I'm playing on. She's got a history of schizophrenia. Now at this point I'm thinking, uh, this is a plan. Like they got a plan. They have I, to have I, will, I will say you're 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 smarter than me because I thought her I thought her friend was 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 about to play her. See, that's I think that's the that's the thing. It's not necessarily that I'm smart, it's just that I'm hoping for the best. Like I really didn't want her friend to be that girl. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this has got to be a plan. So she feeds this information to Anya and they go talk to Kenton. Well, Lily gives the performance of her life, baby. She freaks out. She talks about Fibonacci um sequences and all this stuff. Which which let me pause let me pause you right here. Which which is totally my jam. Like um like I'm glad that we dropped a Fibonacci reference in there because I if there's one thing that I do miss from from my days 
um, back when I used to do stuff like that. It's, it's, some, it's some Fibonacci numbers. So she's talking about basically the random number generator, RNG, and, and our Fibonacci numbers. And Fibonacci is a specific sequence of numbers. So if the code she was seeing was using Fibonacci numbers, then that means it was all planned out and it wasn't random. So it was something behind that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's good that she brought it up. But but her saying this, Kent, um, he's looking at her like, what? What? And then, of course, her friend is kind of like, oh, what she's saying is what you just said, Ronnie, the, the numbers are supposed to be random, but they're not. So there's a problem. So then Lily goes, I mean, she's like, I worked at a, a company where the flowers and petals and then my the guy that I was living with had a tattoo with flowers on his arm. And I'm just kind of like, girl, what? Are you, yeah, I was like, uh... What are you talking about? And she's freaking out. So she gets up and leaves out of the room. And I'm thinking, nobody's gonna go. She's having a panic attack. Nobody's gonna help her or give her some water, nothing. She walks out of the room. So the friend and Kenton keep talking. That's his name, right? Kenton? Yeah. They keep talking. And she's telling... Jenna's telling him, well, you know, Lily does have some schizophrenic problems. She was in a hospital once, but her parents covered it up. And, you know, feeding him this information, which would be negative, it could be used, you know, if you wanted to make somebody look crazy, this could be used. So Lily just walks out of the building, walks over the walkway, and just kind of walks on the ledge. And is standing there still hyperventilating right outside of his office. Um, the magnificent Janet Mock is playing a senator and at this point she's ah, that because I, I, I was sorry to interrupt i was looking i was like i was like that look, i like that looks like janet mock but is that janet mock okay yeah so i'm glad i'm glad you confirmed that that is indeed janet mock uh-huh it's playing a senator and she's talking to um forrest about what he's doing because at this point nobody knows what he's doing he has a tech company and nobody knows what he's doing that is scary we all know that's scary because i mean we've gone through facebook so you know we get it and he's like, we're predicting the weather or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. She says, it's going to rain tomorrow. He's like, oh, it looks like it. I'm thinking, yeah, he's bullshitting. And she knows it, but, you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. They walk out and they see that Lily's on the ledge. Forrest calls. Kenton, Kenton leaves. And Jen is left in the office by herself. And that's at the point where I'm confirmed, like, yep, this is all a part of the plan. Like, they just need to get him out of his office. Um. So they, Kenton talks Lily off the ledge, literally. They go back in, and then you see Jen and, and Lily kind of in the car, and then they celebrate because she was able to get um, the footage of, you know, the su- <laughs> air quotes here, suicide. Now, what did you think was on it? Did you think that's what they got? I was thinking that she got the literal, the actual footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that they got some footage of, um, what happened out in the forest mm-hmm. um, out there with forest but then i instantly thought run you're stupid because why because that's there would clearly be a dead zone and there wouldn't be cameras out there right there would be no reason for him for forest to have cameras in the forest you're right right but i was thinking that they had something else not the suicide me too me thankfully too. though thankfully lily goes back to her trusted friend always there always helpful jamie and she's like i don't want to watch this alone and jamie says you want me to sit with you and watch the guy you left me for commit suicide 
Like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it is, but whatever. So they watch it. Now, uh, you know, you've seen fire. I've seen fire. We've all seen fire. Uh, it's unpredictable. Uh, you can contain it, but there's no, here's your, here's your word again, there's no Fibonacci sequence when it comes to fire, right? Mm-hmm. Jamie, like I knew he was good, but Jamie is good because Jamie notices that there's pretty much a split um, mirror image, not even a mirror image, a split image, a double image of the same fire or the same flame pattern. And it doesn't happen once. Like once you can kind of chalk it up to being a coincidence, even though it's probably very not like highly, highly, highly unlikely. But more than once, we got a serious problem. And then it happened frame by frame. So what it's what it's pretty much showing us is the image of the flame on the left is the same as the image on the flame on the right in every frame. And we know that to be pretty much impossible. Yeah, there's no there's no way a, a flame would burn and you would get the the you without any variance because the the flames look exactly the same and and you know shout out to Jamie for for picking up on that. Jamie's good. So he notices it and then he tells her it's video effects. Like that's just what it is. It's VFX and this isn't real. So she's like he said, "But did you see the body?" I saw the body. He said, okay, so at this point, we know that the the act was real. And Lily says, but the suicide was not. Mm-hmm. Now you can tell that she's got like some, she's got what she needs to keep going because this is confirmation. And then the show does the cool thing where they show us what happened in reverse. So they show, they show him, him burning. They show, and then you can see who all put it in motion. You can see somebody come. You can see them. What It happens, like I said, in reverse. So you see the flame go out, and then you see the gasoline coming back into the can. You see somebody remove the can. Then you see somebody bring the body. I mean, come back to retrieve the body, and they're all walking backward. So we, it shows, again, what we already know, that they put the body out there and then set it right. So at least we know it's his body. Like, that part is legit. He is dead. So we know that. Um, I mean, we knew he was dead from when he suffocated, but still, like we know that is at least his body. They didn't just kill somebody else to cover the track. Um, and that's where we are in episode three. It, it, by the way, it was so cool seeing that in reverse. I'm glad that they did it that way. It really was. It was. It was sad still, but yeah, it was still sad. But like visually, like to to tell that story backwards because you picked up, like you you had to pay attention to pick up on a little de- a lot of little details, and you're like, yeah, this was, yeah, that was very. I don't know. That was a crazy crime. And the the thing I like about it is that they are they're they're giving us stuff. Like I I like when you have to figure out the mystery or whatnot, mm-hmm. but they're not hiding stuff from us. Like the right. story telling on its own, where they don't have to make like this big aha moment. They're giving us everything we need. We we already know what happened to him. We know that it was fake. <laughs> we knew that from the jump. It was still cool for him to show us that Jamie picked it up. So I don't think there will be any cheating at the end yeah our, our source of suspense is going to be seeing lily get closer to figuring out what actually happened because um <clears throat> because yeah she's definitely going to be in, in in trouble when she figures out what happens because um i i, I mean this i mean this isn't too large of a of a you know a stretch but 
Lily is definitely about to infiltrate Dale's because Forrest and Kenson now see her as an asset and they want to keep her close, but they don't know that she's basically she she's basically like flipped them and and she's using them how she wants. Yeah, and they think they have something to to hold over her, which is right. silly because that's the first thing I was thought. I'm like, y'all didn't find it in her background check, but I mean, you know, like they said, she could have been in a hospital anywhere. It's very possible, but still, um, if you had to call it right now, if you have to call an ending right now, do you think it's gonna be one of those things where Lily blows it all up, or they convince her that what they're doing is good work? And she agrees and just kind of goes with it. If I know anything about Alex Garland, um, I know that because <laughs> you, you, you two have seen Annihilation, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, um, there, there's no way out of this um, because I do think Forrest is right about determinism and basically Lily is on this path and whatever happens to her was already gonna happen to her and whatever happens to her it probably won't be good so um, he's not he's not a happy ending guy he's not <laughs> and, and that's and that's why um his take on sci-fi is is much more interesting to me than than most people because he really examines our relationship with with technology and, and just the human relationship with um with science in general like he really puts the science in sci-fi and 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 it's scary for me because these are like real things that you could either like forecast or you know they're coming or like um they're like tangible right now. So um so annihilation doesn't seem that crazy to me. Like um ex machina doesn't seem that crazy to me, and now devs doesn't seem that crazy to me. But it's still pretty scary. It is, and it's like you said. Not only have I seen annihilation, I've seen ex machina, and we know how that is. So right, right, yeah. I'm I'm happy. I really I'm I'm holding on. I'm really really excited, and I hope and pray that they really make this a miniseries and that they don't they don't do they don't pull it outside on me. Oh yeah, no no. This is this is definitely gonna be a miniseries. I I like the way he's been talking. Like I think there's definitely an end, a specific end to this, and and it's going to be a definitive ending. I need it. Okay. Well, um, now that we are caught up. You can look forward to us doing, like like Ronnie said, we're actually going to be what we claim, and it'll be last week's episode. Right. <laughs> That's what we'll do. They come on, they air on Thursday mornings. Um, for me, it's actually Wednesday evening because it's it's Central. I mean, it's Eastern time, so I mm-hmm. get the episodes. Or you probably get them, too, at 11 on, uh, on Hulu. They come in at 11. Yeah, and I'm gonna watch this one on time um, because it's not like I'm gonna I have anything else to do. Um, like, like as like I said at the top of this episode, like many Americans right now, we're of course um, on an extended hiatus from work. So, uh, yeah, we'll be we'll definitely be on time with the podcast and the rewatches. So just you know, watch along with us. And if you have something that you are watching during this time, because like we can try to pretend like it doesn't, but you can burn through a series when you're sitting at home like you really oh, yeah um so if you're watching something or if there's a movie that you've watched that you think we should watch or just in general let us know what you're watching even if it's like don't don't think we're gonna call it stupid because even if we don't like the show or we won't watch it i don't think whatever you view is stupid sometimes you like miles entertainment so if you're watching real life housewives of atlanta 
you can tell us. We probably ain't gonna watch it, but you can tell us. Yeah, just let us know what you're what you're watching. Like, yeah. like we're like I'm always interested to know like what people like to watch and, right. and, and and the reasons why they like to watch stuff. So yeah, just let us know you know what you're watching. Yeah, and I mean people at this point are going to need to fill some time anyway. So it might be stuff that you need to catch up on. Maybe movies you think people should watch that they wouldn't have watched otherwise, like Snowpiercer. Go watch yeah. Snowpiercer. I don't know go if it's still on. Go watch Snowpiercer. Go watch it. Stuff like that because there are movies that I found the algorithm for Netflix it doesn't work the same for everybody. I mean we know that, but there are plenty of movies that I didn't even know was on there. I just happened upon like um what's the movie that you that you t- only God forgives. Don't watch that movie by the way, please. No. Uh, but I didn't even know it was on there so I'm just saying that to say make some recommendations and you know maybe it'll be some good stuff we want to see tweet us KWC blog um we're on Facebook (laughs) the kids wear crowns uh always please visit thekidswearcrowns.com and grab your merch you need to look fly even if you're in the house by yourself yeah like like when like when you decide that you need to go get that bottle of, of, of margarita mix. I mean during during these times. Make sure you have your KWC hoodie on so people can be like, hey, what's that? But but from a safe distance though. And we're not saying it'll 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 save you from the coronavirus, but we're not saying it won't not save you either. I mean the 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 data is inconclusive. So there like the more the the larger sample size we have, the more we'll know. So please get a hoodie. And it just help us with our research. We, we need you. Um, if you like this show, let us know. Um, and by this show, we mean devs. But if you like this podcast, please let Spotify and Stitcher and Apple Music and what else are we on? Uh, Anchor and... Um, let them know. Yeah, let, the Google Podcasts. Yeah, all of it. We like it. And tell all your friends to tell a friend. <clears throat> Excuse me. Keep listening. We thank you. And please stay safe. Um we wish, you know, healing and wholeness and all of that stuff for everybody in your family. Please stay inside, y'all. Like, you know it's bad, but just just stay inside. Yeah, yeah. No, no, seriously. Stay stay inside. Um it's it's for the it's for the it's for the best. Um mm-hmm. and, and and I know like this is like a super serious time. Like this is very extreme, but um I actually had this idea today. I was like, I'm I'm gonna create like just a, a stuff, a list of like movies and stuff. You should watch during this time yeah. um, to, 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 to kind of take your mind off what's going outside. So be looking for that post um, coming really soon. So, but seriously, it's a serious time. Stay inside, catch up on the stuff you haven't watched, and um, and hopefully, like, just put your mind at ease. Movies for the Roni, okay. <laughs> Next time, stay safe, y'all. Stay healthy, for real. We appreciate you for listening. God bless you. Peace. Peace.